Greetings, ladies and gents, and welcome to this daily science fiction extravaganza, commonly known as Tales, Tales from Outer from space. Out, space. Out, space. Taken from the subreddit HFY, all the relevant links will be down below. And, as always, I hope that you enjoy. And if you do, please consider supporting the channel. On to the science fiction. Story number one, The Eternal Emperor, written by Grand Admiral 98. Our delegation came from the Senate. The station itself looked like a work of art, instead of our preference of spherical shapes. The space station was lean, with a mixture of both curves and straight lines expressing beauty, elegance, greatness, and, dare I say it, terror to those that would oppose it. Thousands of guns and shield generators made it appear as if glistening with stars from a reflection of the blue giant it was orbiting. Our delegation entered the Senate room, surely one of the wonders of the universe. The roof was open to light and stars. The senators were arrayed on either side of the main corridor. At the end, the three founding members of the Galactic Senate, and above them, the internal emperor. The entire Senate Hall looked like a cathedral dedicating to the eternal empire. Our delegation walked the long hall until we reached the podium, where only I stepped forward. The emperor stood from his seat, and it descended. It was long, and the emperor's bipedal form took every step deliberately. Its white hair, short and flowing, its beard, as was learned, trimmed and proper. His black cloak gave the impression of being made of a thousand colors as it reflected the light from the blue sun. His impressive white suit shimmering like a dream. His elegance displayed ornamentation only enhanced his natural form. Were I a poet, I would say, put naked in the snow, the emperor would lose none of his elegance and put anyone else in his clothes, and they could only be seen as a pretender. Everything about him was calm and but focused demeanor. His slow and methodical walk down the steps and the resonance of his footsteps in the hall to the attention that he commanded, to the beams of light built into the architecture, which made him appear otherworldly, almost ethereal. He came closer to my level, mere meters away from me, and projected his voice, Delegate Portal of the Fell, you have come to pledge your allegiance to the Eternal Throne. His voice sounded like a command. I spoke up. I knew I could not compete with him, but I only needed to be heard. No. A murmur rang across the hall. After a lot of discussion, the choice has been left to me. I need to see proof of the power of the Eternal Empire, the justice of the Eternal Empire. The reason why you want us to join, and whether it is truly deserves its namesake, before I make my decision. The Eternal Emperor did not speak. One of the founding members, the creature, was a yowl, resembling a six-legged Chukat lemur, spoke. How do you wish to know it then, Ambassador? Your history, I replied. Tell me your history. Another of the founding members replied, the Rupar this time, a quadruped not unlike the deck, Blizzard. You have our files, you know everything that you could want. I replied once more, we know facts, not intentions. Your history is mired with both angelic deeds and horrific atrocities. Why 
did you do those? What will you bring attention to? I was sent to understand how your collective mind works. That is why I have been given ultimate power on this decision. The third and last representative was the Tyrol, looked a bit like the acrylic eagle, bipedal and with large eyes. That is a wise move. But to put the trust of an entire civilization into one person, into one envoy, that is a lot of faith to put into one person. Why you? At this, I looked at the emperor, immobile like a statue. His species did not appear on any codex or reading whatsoever, taller and larger than almost any creatures here, yet still filled with a quiet grace and power, immobile like a rock, staring back at me, you seem to not be unfamiliar with putting your trust in one man. I was chosen after much instruction and deliberation. I was trained once we realized how complex your history really is. A brief pause and the Emperor slowly moved forward, deliberately and strongly. I could feel my aides almost panicking. I did my best to stand firm as his predatorial eyes penetrated then traversed me, but still I betrayed nothing. The eternal emperor of unknown origin stood one meter from me, his eyes narrowed. After a pause of several seconds too long, he finally boomed in a deep but natural timber. You will hear the truth then. The emperor relaxed. So did I. My name is Kaidomian, and I have founded the eternal empire three thousand years ago. His voice commanded absolute certainty and betrayed no frailty whatsoever. The Eternal Empire was founded by Tyrol, the Rupa of the Yowl, but it was founded under my guidance. Before the Empire, there was only war and decay. The three kingdoms fighting over the smallest scraps of resources by suffering peoples. People who knew little of the ways of the wider galaxy. People who were fools and short-sighted. People who required guidance to prosper. People who did not know their neighbors and so hated them with a vigor that I had not seen since my youth. The ambassador was visibly disturbed. The strong words and the words of a tyrant, Emperor Kaidomain, smiled and walked past the ambassador, facing the great corridor and the leagues of senators behind the fell. There was no re-education program, nothing to force anyone anywhere. Only the intelligence of the founding species managed to create the empire. Three thousand years ago. It was then that the Senate was created, though it was upgraded many times over the years. The people, all the people, prospered under newfound equality of opportunity. The greatest amongst them would become leaders in their fields. Those even greater would achieve a status few could ever hope to imagine. Their names plastered on monuments as far and wide, those were not, were taught to find their own path. They were taught to be able to make their own decisions, and very rarely was there any problem. There is only one rule, one rule which citizens can never break. Never accuse your leaders, show your discontent in other ways, but never accuse the leader of anything that can never be proven, or has not ever been a problem. Even the thought of it is highly punishable. The ambassador half recoiled at the notion. It sounds as if you forgot the various revolts you put down, or the almost genocidal wars that you have waged, Emperor. The Emperor smiled again and turned towards the fell ambassador. I have not. He stoned more somber and his eyes sadder. 
Tragic, but all necessary. The Eternal Empire must defend itself from both threats, both internal and external. People have almost absolute freedom. They can work in any job they wish and in conditions which maximize both their productivity and their happiness. Our almost holy purpose is to promulgate our way of life to all creatures so that they may enjoy it. Gives them purpose if they cannot find it themselves. Tell me, have you freedom, purpose, happiness, fulfilling work, intelligence, opportunity? What more do you want? The father ambassador was a bit taken back. This is not a question that he was expecting. Of course, it is possible that the system itself is wrong in some way, but we are constantly improving it. More often than not, the revolts were created by sloth, stupidity, and decay. I do not tolerate decay in my empire any more than I tolerate it in my body. As far as the walls, I do not tolerate threats or subjugation. Some people cannot be changed. Defeating them only brings about more animosity and more suffering. If we cannot simply defeat them, we must destroy them. Regrettable, but necessary. Kaidomain walked away towards the throne. Any other questions? The ambassador looked at the emperor walking away. Was he lying? It seemed too good to be true. What was this? One last question, he asked. The emperor slowly drew to a stop and turned his head level with the ground. Who are you? A deathly silence came across the room. The tension was palatable as thirty-seven species held their breaths. The emperor looked back, deep eyes locked into the ambassadors. What seemed like hours passed before the ambassador shifted his gaze. Finally, the eternal emperor spoke while slowly walking towards the ambassador. I am Emperor Kaidomain, unique to his name, liberator of a thousand sons, founder of the Eternal Empire, bringer of the long peace, and of the Imperial Creed. I am one of the only humans in this galaxy, and one of the last of the Old Order. For the last three thousand years, I have been the sword and the shield of civilization. For the last three thousand years, I have forged an empire with which we stand for all time. A beacon of hope across the cosmos which will bring light to the darkness caused by the decline of my people. I'll bring back the light of civilization lost eons ago and make it greater than it ever was before. The emperor stopped centimeters from the ambassador's face, close enough for his eyes to pour into the now much smaller frame of the fell. You asked who I was. That is who I am. What is past is past. You now decide what the future of your people. Join us and prosper. You will be gifted a place where all sentience deserve to be. Or do not and witness your worlds forgotten by steady, eternal march of time. And after your civilization has crumpled into dust, and once your great feats have been forgotten, and the last of your treasures lost, above your graves the stars will belong to the peoples of the Eternal Empire." The Emperor turned. If you have not made your decision by the time I have reached my seat, you will be barred from entering our Senate ever again, and there shall be no more talks between our peoples for a thousand years. Make your decision quickly. He started walking back. The Ambassador was still barely recovering from the shock. What had he just occurred? How? Where did he come from? If he lasted for three thousand years, then he must be a descent on the very least. From what he knew, they were fair rulers, but the way they treated the enemies were, uh, 
horrific, to say the least. But then again, the ambassador watched him. He was almost at his throne. What would it be? He was lived for 3,000 years. The ambassador watched the figure slowly walk to the steps, bathed in the light of the blue light. Shimmering off his cloak at a thousand stars, the emperor was truly not of this world. As the emperor reached the steps, the fowl passed a podium. He ran after him. Wait! He cried out. Wait! The emperor stopped, but did not turn. We accept. The fowl threw himself to his knees and bowed. We accept your generous proposition. If your sofa stands, we would like to join the senate. The emperor completed his final steps before slowly turning and sitting in the throne. Thank you, he said, this time with a kinder voice. We will do our best to ensure that your trust is put in us, is not misplaced. The ceremony will begin tomorrow. Inform your world. Several hours had passed before finally the emperor was alone in the throne room. All others had left before him. As always, he looked up at the star, Gravel, as it was called, a distant star in a distant galaxy. Julius Kaidomain's plan was going well. He would turn this galaxy into a force to be reckoned with, but he still had much technology to plant to ensure that they would stand ready. When the Terrans finally arrived, they would not find barbarians. They would find a wall, one with which they cannot pass through. A human figure came out from behind the Emperor's throne. My Emperor... They have come, she said. The emperor smiled. Yes, all is going according to plan. The old order will rise again. End of story. Story number two on the topic of knife rumbas, written by Blake Fire 77. On the topic of humans being an intergalactic hold my beer species, imagine an alien stepping onto a human starship and seeing a space rumba with a knife duct tape onto it, just wandering around the ship. It doesn't have any special intelligence, it's just a normal space Roomba. There are other space Roombas on the ship and they don't have knives. Just this one, knife space Roomba has a full clearance to every room in the ship. Occasionally, crew members will be talking and then suddenly swear and clutch their ankle. Knife space Roomba patters off, leaving them there with their mild stab wounds. What is that? asks the alien as another crew member casually steps over the knife-wielding robot. Is it to test your speed and agility? No, it doesn't really go that fast, replies the captain. Does it teach you to stay ever vigilant? I mean, I guess so, but that's more of a side effect. Does it weed out the weak? Does it protect you from invaders? Do repeated stabbings let your species heal more quickly in the future? It doesn't stab very hard. It gets us more than it gets our enemies, and no. But that sounds cool. Someone write that down. But what is its purpose? I don't know, the captain said, leaning down to give the space rumba an affectionate pat. It just seemed, uh, cool. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this dose of science fiction fun. I hope that you enjoyed and if you did, please don't forget to support the author from the link down below. But if you want to support this channel, there are links as well down below for you to help with. But the easiest way would be to share this video. And if you are so inclined, subscribe as well. I will see you all in the next episode. And I hope that you all have a fantastic time until then. Cheers.